Welcome to Mad Lit Musings, a podcast with Jamie Jo Wright, where we go deeper and ask the tough and dangerous questions. Today's episode is sponsored by Ravel and Bethany House Publishers, which are divisions of Baker Publishing Group. Find out more at bakerpublishinggroup.com. Hey everyone, I'm really excited today because I have a new author. Her name is Autumn Lytle. She hails from the Midwest, go Midwest, but she now lives in the Pacific Northwest, which is just as cool because she can see Mount Rainier outside her window. And so Autumn, tell us a little bit about yourself and your new book that's debuting really soon. Yeah, so I'm so happy to be here. Um, I've never done a podcast before, but it's very exciting to have this as my debut. Um, And yeah, I used to live in Michigan. I lived in Michigan for, I don't know, 15 so years. And then we've always wanted to live out in the Pacific Northwest. And my husband got into grad school out here. So we're like, let's pack up the dog and the baby and give it a try for a couple of years and see how we like it. Um, everything's really expensive, but it's also, we're also not covered in 12 inches of snow half the year. So can't complain. Yeah. Um, probably worth paying for. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you get why you pay. I mean, we had a, (laughs) the house we live in now is it's, it's tight and we pay like double for what we live now, um, than what we lived in Grand Rapids, but it's good. I mean, you know, you can't beat the mountain views, but yeah, so, and I'm coming out, my new book is coming out um, in May. It's called All That Fills Us, and it follows an anorexic woman who decides to embark on a cross-country through-hike as a last effort to, like, make something of herself. Um, along the way, she meets strangers with their own stories and people, she has to encounter people from her past that can't really be ignored any longer, and she has to overcome her physical challenges um, and her own dark thoughts while recovering through this eating disorder um and she has to learn to find peace in the life and the body that she's been given wow those are some pretty hefty topics right there <laughs> yeah <laughs> and that's, that's good because i think a lot of people um honestly are going to relate to those topics um and i don't think we really talk about them nearly as much as they should be so it's awesome to see that being incorporated into fiction. What made you want to write a story about a woman struggling with eating disorders and going on a pilgrimage in the wilderness? Well, I mean, you know, they say write what you know, and that was something that really weighed heavy on my heart because I, um, I struggled with anorexia when I was younger, and it's something that like still lingers in my life to this day. It's not really something you ever fully get over, um, and it's been a huge factor of how I see the world and my relationship with God, um, and finding worth, you know, through my relationship with God. Um, cause a lot of what you deal with with an eating disorder is like, you feel like you're worthless, you know, and like you want to control something. And maybe if I reach a certain weight, then I'll be worth something or, you know, all those twisted thoughts. And, um, but I wanted to, I've read a few books about people who struggle with mental health disorders. And sometimes they can like, I I love how relatable they are, but they can seem a little dry. Um, And I wanted kind of a physical like a physical interpretation of her journey to healing. So I wanted the, the reader to know, like even through all her missteps and wrong turns, like she's still moving forward 
in this healing journey. It's going to take her a while. It's not going to be pretty, but she's still moving towards a goal. And I thought a through hike would be a really cool way to show that. Yeah, that's really neat. Um, and I think the hiking element gives you that relatable aspect too of it, it's not easy to do things that are physical and physically challenging. And then you look at, you know, the back of the book says underprepared and underfed. I mean, that's a big deal. I went hiking in the Appalachian mountains with my husband and, um, we were like, we've always been hikers, but we're, you know, we're from Wisconsin. So we have bluffs here, they're Hills. You can do them in like two hours. And we ended up on this day long hike. I was in flip flops. We didn't have food and it was hot and I was, you know, 20 pounds overweight. And, you know, that's, you know, you're lugging all that with you. And, you know, it's just funny because there's so much challenge in just the physical side of a hike. And then you add that emotional and psychological side into it. And there was a point I literally sat down and was like, dude, I'm sorry, we're on our honeymoon, right? And I'm like, dude, sorry, you're wifeless now. You may go on without me. Eat me, I'm done. Um, needless to say, we've, we, you know, we, we managed to get out, but <laughs> so, all that to say, I love the analogy between that life journey and that concept of hiking through the wilderness and then the people that you meet along the way. Um, so one thing that stood out to me on the back cover that, it states is that Mel is, she knows that the disorder is ruining her life. And Mm -hmm. the words used are what she needs is a last ditch effort or one final chance. Mm -hmm. What do you think people with eating disorders, um, where's their mind at when they start coming to it? This is my last chance. You know, what are, what's the emotion that they're processing through and how does that um, resolve or at least get addressed from a spiritual aspect in this book? Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, it's interesting that you say that because I I think that part of Mel is kind of, it's tied into her eating disorder, but it's more like where where she's at in her life. And she's kind of post-college a few years and she just hasn't, the life she's living is not the one she thought she was going to be living. You know, she thought she'd have a job that she can actually use her degree in. And like, she thought she'd have um, someone to love her and a family close by and like nothing's panned out. And, you know, when you graduate college or, you know, whatever young adulthood, you're like, a lot of it is expected of you. And a lot like success is like a pretty narrow definition for a lot of um, young adults. And so when you don't, when your life doesn't look like that, after college or after, you know, when everyone's piled up these expectations on you and your life doesn't turn out that way, you're like, then my life's worthless, you know, my life's meaningless. And so she feels like this is like something I can do that will put me on the map. You know, some people will remember me for this and people will see that I'm worthwhile. And I'm like, I might not have the nine to five job that everyone expected me to get, but like, at least I will be memorable. And I think there's so much I mean, I struggle with this all the time, like a little less now, but like as a young adult, it's like, you want to get out of college and you want to like go change the world. Cause that's kind of like people, people tell you you're special, you know, you're, you're going to go change things. You're going to go leave your mark. And they expect these big giant things out of you. And like most people aren't cut out for big things, you know? And like, honestly, the big things aren't even what matter the most. So we're stuck in these illusions. Like we're not good enough. We're not measuring up. And we just feel stuck and we feel like we want to like 
do something to get somebody's attention, you know, just to feel like you're not letting people down. And I think that's where she found herself and her, you know, her struggles with that have kind of manifested itself in an eating disorder. Like she's trying to find control over something. Um, but I think that's a really common struggle with young adults. So I think I'm, so even if people aren't struggling with an eating disorder, I think they can kind of relate to Mel in that way too. Um, but yeah, that's, that's where she's at. I feel like trying to find some way to prove herself to the world, um, as a young adult, which is hard to do. It is, it is. And you know, the world, like you said, our measures of success are so in some ways so shallow now and yet they seem so critically important to our self-worth and I love that you mentioned that she's you know struggling with her value and her self-worth and her success and with eating disorders a lot of people like you said do that for the sake of something that they can control um Mm -hmm. that also reflects on their self-worth um and how do you you know eating disorder aside you're looking at your self-worth, you're looking at um, all the little things that we do. You know, I have kids, you have a child. Sometimes mm-hmm. every day you're just kind of like, really, this is, this is it. This is, this is all I'm doing for the rest of my life, you know? <laughs> how do you, how do you migrate from that thought process into seeing value in those little things and seeing a mission or a purpose that God has given you in things that the world may not herald as amazing? Are you enjoying today's broadcast with our featured author? You can find out more about them and other authors from Baker Publishing Group at bakerbookhouse.com. Use code MADLIT40 for 40% off any one Baker Publishing Group title at bakerbookhouse.com. This also includes Ravel and Bethany House Publishing. Go over fast. It's MADLIT40. That's your magic code for 40% off any one Baker Publishing Group title. Yeah, that, I mean, that's really tough. And I think that's like a lifelong thing I'm trying to learn for sure. Um, I think a big thing that helps me is looking around at the people in my life and how they impact me and seeing like, they just like, their, their little actions are what I remember. You know, it's not like the big things. It's not like the fact that they, you know, my friend, for example, my friend um, just finished hiking the Appalachian trail this summer, you know, which is like an incredible thing. She spent six months doing it. That's not like why I like her. That's not why I love her. You know, it's like, I, I, and I missed her, you know, when she was gone, I missed the little things. I missed her coming over for movie nights or like being there to like talk about parenthood and like all this stuff. And like, she was off doing these great things, not saying that there's anything wrong with that, but it's like, that's not where I found her worth, you know? And like, I don't, she's always out there trying to do bigger things and like prove, you know, how tough she is, how strong she is. And I'm like, I just want you back, you know, like I just got you around. And why, if I can think that about my friend, why can't I think that about myself? You know, I'm sure you understand, like as a parent, like you're always feeling like, man, like I just, I just need to do more, you know, like there's, it's not like very measurable. (laughs) You're, you're worth sometimes like, not like with a job or like at school where you get A's and like you get a promotion and stuff and you're like, Oh, I don't know if I'm doing enough. And you just got like, you know, your, your kid thinks you're enough, you know, like just try to look 
look at yourself through somebody else's eyes for a little bit. Somebody, you know, cares about you and loves you, or just like, think about how you see somebody else that you really love for a little bit and see how much they, like how much you appreciate them for who they are and not what they do. And that's the way I've been trying to get through it lately. You know, is like, you know, my husband loves me the same now that I'm a stay-at-home parent as he did when I was working. That really hasn't affected, you know, like how much he cared about me. So why should that affect how I see myself? So that's not the perfect answer. I know that, but like, that's where I'm at right now and how it helps me figure out, you know, how much, how much I'm worth. And, um, my character goes through the similar situations, like, um, finding people along the way who help her in little ways. And like, they just mean the world to her, you know? And I mean, and God just shows up in such small ways too throughout our lives. We sometimes expect him to show up in such big ways and like life-changing experiences, but like, it's all the little ways he shows up that really like show like, wow, we are, God is, God pays attention to the smallest details. And like, we are so worth his love, like in all stages of our lives. Like we're just worth it because like, we're struggling through, like we're, because we are who we are, you know, we're just trying to get through and he's right alongside us. So that's what, that's what helps me. Um, that's what my character tries to figure out too. Yeah. That sounds, that sounds great. It sounds like a, a wonderful story of journey and overcoming and finding that, um, ability to see ourselves through the eyes of Christ and through the eyes of people who love us versus our very discriminatory self investment eyes that we like to <laughs> right I mean we are usually our own worst enemy like yeah. to be honest you know, yeah. like we just really tear each other tear ourselves to pieces if we let ourselves and it's just <laughs> sometimes we just need to silence that voice for a little while like replace it with a more loving one wherever that may come from for a little bit you know like I feel like the voice of God can come in a lot of different forms you know if it's like if it's your best friend or if it's your husband or if it's just like a random post on Facebook, you see, like that just makes you feel encouraged, like use it, you know, it doesn't have to be like the clouds parted and the dove landed on your shoulder and spoken the voice of God, you know, like it has, it shows up, God shows up. He's a little more creative than that. Like a little more subtle sometimes. <laughs> sometimes I do want the waters to part and, you know, the, the rain of fire to come down. It'd be nice, right? Like, <laughs> like sometimes I'm not the most observant person so like (laughs) I have been known to pray Lord slap me upside the head today you know (laughs) I like that definitely going to use that (laughs) sparingly because he will (laughs) he's like oh yeah she gave me permission (laughs) oh fun so okay on on a fun note Mel Ellis is your your heroine in the story and obviously she's hiking and all this stuff do you have experience in wilderness stuff and hiking or how did you learn how to write about this kind of thing? <laughs> I have, um, I have a healthy fascination in it. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I like running a lot. I like running long distances. Okay. Um, I'm a marathon runner. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know about endurance, but I don't, I haven't personally like spent many nights in the woods without a car close by, you know, filled with groceries and uh, bear spray and stuff like that. So um, <laughs> I learned a lot from my friend who did the through hike. Um, I, and like, there's so many, you know, if anyone ever does a through hike, they kind of have to blog about it. So there's plenty of blogs out there with lots of different experiences. And um, 
yeah so i the physical um tax like the taxing how taxing it was for her physically was pretty easy to write about just because okay. like i feel like marathon training is pretty similar you know long distance and stuff like that um but yeah i just i did a lot of research on it um and i really wanted to pick something that was like less familiar to people who know anything about through hikes um you know there's the appalachian trail and there's like the um pacific crest trail and i'm like i don't really want to do something like that like because there's there's been plenty of books written about that and and it's also like not really um what the healing journey is like um you know it's not like full of grand views and majestic vistas and like it's not a well-known path you know like recovering from an eating disorder is like people don't know what to do with that they're like you're trying to gain weight and exercise less like I don't understand <laughs> like right society, like no you look really good like you're, you're a size zero that's what we all strive for you know and like so it feels like you're losing and it's all backwards and it's not pretty and it's slow and dark and <laughs> difficult and so I wanted to pick a trail that like everyone's kind of looks at and they're like what what trail is that like kind of like a hodgepodge of things right. and like kind of lesser known parts of America um so I hope I hope people can like kind of get a kick out of like not all the views are like wow this is a life-changing <laughs> this is a life-changing view it's like a lot of it's like rocks and windswept plains but like there's yeah. still stuff to learn from that and um yeah and yeah so that's what I want that's what I was going for there with the different <laughs> different methods of getting across the country. I love it. And this is being released in May from Ravel Publishing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Correct. And the cover's gorgeous. If anybody is going to look it up, it's All That Fills Us by Autumn Lytle. And the cover is purples and pinks and yellows and blues. And it's just, it looks like a chalk painting. I like it. Isn't it? Oh, yeah. They did such a good job. I love it. They really did. You should frame it and put it on your wall because it's, it's cool. So, I think I might. Yeah. Yeah. Do it. Do it. Okay. So, for people who aren't familiar with you, since you are a new author, this is your debut novel. We've got to spread the word about you because I have a feeling the story is really honestly going to impact lives because it's a, it's a topic that everybody's going to relate to in a way, eating disorder or not, but also dealing with things that a lot of people don't talk about or talk about enough because of shame or whatever comes with it. So I think it's an important book. How do people find out who you are and follow you and find out where to order the book, etc.? Uh, yeah, I have a website. Um, it's autumnlytle.com. And I just, I put some writing on there and um, you can find a link to my book and lots of other random stuff. And I'm also on Instagram. Autumn Lytle writes. I never figured out how to use Twitter, so I'm not on Twitter. Um, I'm also on Facebook. <laughs> Just look up Autumn Lytle. <laughs> and yeah, and I think my book will be on Amazon or through the Baker Bookhouse. So yeah, and I know Baker Bookhouse runs a lot of pre-order sales. Yeah, so yeah. Got one of those going right now. So yeah, everybody should go over pre-order. I'm gonna hop over there. I've got to stop doing podcasts with authors because my red pile is not <laughs> Renier. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm supposed to write books sometime, but I'm just sitting there reading, reading, reading. Right. Yeah. How do you find the balance? Like, and there's so much good stuff to read, and then you're like, kind of have to write too. And oh, yeah, so you know, it's it's that never-ending circular struggle. Welcome to the club. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a fun 
it all to be a part of. It makes it so much easier. <laughs> Autumn, thank you so much for joining us here at Madlet Musings and for sharing your story, for being vulnerable with us. And I am looking forward to seeing more about this book as it comes out. And um, hopefully we can talk more in the future. Well, thank you so much for having me. This was a, I mean, I don't have much to compare it to, but this was a great first podcast introduction. And I really enjoyed talking to you about this book. So thank you for having me. It's been a blast. Thank you. Bye. Are you a writer wanting to go deeper in your writing and get to the heart of your story? Join Christy Award-winning author Jamie Jo Wright at madlitmentoring.com, where she will take you on an intimate, fun, and exploration of going deeper, the layers of your story, the four corners of foundation, and more. Find out how to be mentored by Jamie Jo Wright at madlitmentoring.com. Thank you for listening to Madlit Musings. You can find out more information about Madlit and all that it has to offer at madlitmentoring.com. That's madlitmentoring.com. Or check out more about Jamie Jo Wright at jamiewrightbooks.com.